I actually thought today I was going to be doing this shit. I already started thinking about it. I go, am I going to have to like put like a picture? Do I use an old video? Because I wasn't sure if you're going to be able to make it like actually in person. So um, we cut out. I'm so <laughs> I'm hella stoked, dog. So here we are after show, but later episode number 177. It's your boys D and El Kukui. Um, I was going to, I, I have a, a blazer over there that I was going to wear cause it's a special occasion, but, um, let's go ahead. Was she and, Wallace? Let's go ahead and bring uh baseline tray and get it, get us started. You want to? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get the show on the road, Doug. Come on. On the road to the riches cause it's all about the paper. Now buckle up your seats and prepare for the journey. Let the music ease your soul. Grab you bring it a man? Relax with us and take a trip to the heavens and come and spend a day in the 757. Oh, my bad, Doug. I fucking, I didn't share my audio with you, so. Ah, uh, my bad, Doug. Well, that's all right, because you, you know what I was going to do? Yeah, what's up? I was going to bring in this. What's I'll up? Put it on the table. Fuck that shit. I'm smooth as Clark Gable. I ain't put that shit there. My mama getting mad. What the fuck I do? Put it in the trash. I don't give a fuck. What's soldier boy? Like, come rose, bitch. You got a booger in your nose. He got a booger in his nose. Got a a booger? Like that should be a fucking hit. Anyways, throw back to that show, Aries Spears. Back to Aries Spears on the Covino and Rich show. If you haven't, you know what? I think they might have that on like some of the the um, tier two point five shit where they play some old school shit. So yeah. Oh, here I we are on tier YouTube. Oh, you did? Okay, cool. Yeah. So. How's well, you know work? what I was, you know what, you know, the clip that I wanted that I was searching for when I was looking at old CNR videos huh. and I, and I kind of wish we could find it. If we could find it and make it a staple, it would be great. But Covino's famous. You're entitled to your wrong opinion. Yeah. That would be great. To just be able to punch that in when we disagree with something. You know what? I'm sure I could find it, dog, like um, somewhere through like the archives, because I feel like he used to say that shit a lot. I'll be honest. That's my favorite CNR quote of all time. Yeah, you're entitled. You're entitled to, to your wrong opinion. Yeah, one of my favorite. Let me see if I can find one of mine. Um, right here. Here we go. This is one of my favorite from back in the day. I actually shared the audio now, so you should be able to hear it. I quit. <laughs> you remember that little day in history? I remember that day. Doug, we're coming up. Let me see. April, May, June. We're actually today's April twenty third. Um, June 22nd uh -huh. is when this actually happened. I quit. So, uh, and we're actually, let me see, a few days away from when Spot began his uh, new lifestyle. That's what I'm saying. The, ne the next I quit 2.0 is when he's done with his new lifestyle. So where are we at right now? We're about a week and a day because it, it started last May when he began this new lifestyle. So. And, and the roads he's traveled since. Yeah. Um, all right. Shout out, Spotty. Where do you want to get started? I, I have I have um, some notes. It was a crazy week. Um, I'll start off yeah. by saying congratulations to my sister. She got married yesterday. Um, congratulations. So it was it was dope, dog. Um, I was hella nervous. Hope, hope, hope he's dug the hole by now. I was hella nervous um, because she's like, hey, brother, you think you can do the music, right? And yeah. I, so uh, they're like, they're like, we're not need a DJ. You want to do it? I was like, oh sure, fucking just let me just put your whole fucking the whole vibe of your party on you know on me a few days before the fucking event, you know. 
And, oh, it's uh, just a couple day warning. Yeah. Well, when's the last time you DJ before that? Never. Oh, you've never. DJ'd? I've never done an event ever. So, and with three days to go, you. Well, get it was offered, like you, maybe it was like your a, sister's wedding. Maybe like a week or so. Um, she had said, "Oh yeah, maybe you could do it," but then. Um, did you DJ in the shower to practice, or what, how'd you warm up? No. So check this out. So, um, she sent me. I had asked her to send me the list and she had sent me like, like maybe like a week before. And, um, I was like, I, she sent it on Apple, but I wanted it on Spotify because it's just a little easier to handle if you're going to do that kind of shit. So she said, dog, she sends me an eight hour playlist and it's like, Hey, make some sense of this. <laughs> right. Right. So I was like, fuck. So I had to go through and make playlists for every, um, like ev like every little fucking section, right? So I had to go through right. and just like make sure the vibe was good. Like I didn't want during dinner it to be like whoop motherfucker, whoop motherfucker, you know. And then like you know like her in laws like literally traveled from Mexico to be here. Not her in laws, but her her um husband's family traveled from Mexico to be here. A lot of them. Right. So her then then um, or, oh. but the family, the relatives, yeah, the relatives, yeah, the relatives. So for me, it was like having to find a mix of enough Mexican music because not everybody there spoke Spanish. Right. So I had to throw some like normal, like maybe some like uh hip hop, some country, some like kind of mix it up a little bit, but then I had mm -hmm. to have them of course gel correctly and stuff. And then, then I was a part of the wedding in certain aspects of it. So I had a, there was um one of my sister's friends out to be like, Hey, um, uh, during this part i'm gonna bounce so push this button or whatever you know and um yeah but it was cool dog i it was cool because it ended up coming out really well thank god i mean i don't have to knock on wood because it's already over thank god it went out without without any flaws um not at one point did the music you know kick back or stop and and it was funny because i already had all the equipment you know I have this right. like receiver, this like three thousand watt receiver that has two microphones and all this shit already. So <laughs> then, um, if you have the Spotify Premium, you could like right. you know make your playlist, fade the songs in and out. So um, right overall, dog, it was cool. So so I can't complain. Hey, you, you just made a reference right now, and and something from Cloud Nine just smacked me in the face and made me have a deep thought. What you said, knock on wood. Yeah. Is that like code for jerking off? No, Doug. You know the reference, right? <laughs> no, but I I get it. But I'm saying, but didn't that be another one? You're knocking on your wood. Uh, I've never knocked on it. You know, because knocking it feels like you're punching it. So I would never want to punch it. You know. All right. Yeah. All right. That's Sorry. just me, though. I mean, I don't know. You might want to punch it. That's up to you. Cool. When you knock on the door, you don't punch it. You knock on it. I mean, I guess, but I don't know, Doug. What you got? <laughs> what do you got? Rich Davis again, proving how square he 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 truly is. There there was a part of the the show last week, and I'm sure you heard it, but Rich was uh saying that someone's calling him boss or whatnot. He'd never heard anyone say boss before. Yeah. I mean, bro, there was a cat that he owned Turpy Liquor, and he was an old Armenian dude. And guess what his name was? Mm. Boss Man. 
Everybody in the neighborhood. If you if you ask anyone within like two miles each way of where I grew up with, if you didn't have if you were hood, because there was a lot of hood motherfuckers out there. There was there was a lot of ghetto people. You would go by Bossman's liquor store, which was Tarpy Liquor, on a Friday, and the line go for like half of it was it was it was a long ass line, like 20, 30 people outside in the line because he cashed checks. Yeah. And so, but for Rich to be as old as he is and him barely in the on the west coast here, someone say boss. Has he heard what's up, dog? What's uh what's up? Uh there's a lot of things. What do you guys say like that? What 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 are some common references that people say when they greet people out where you're at? You know what? Um hold on. Uh oh no. So dog, I mean dog there's a lot of dog dudes and yeah. not so much um now, but back in the day. Let me see. Back in the day, fool. You know, like fool, fool. What's up, fool, fool. Holmes, what's up, Holmes? Yeah, I mean, just all of them. But, um, but honestly, um, I, I mean, I heard all those. But boss is an easy one. Yeah. Um. But see, that one, Doug. Boss and chief have always kind of annoyed me. If anybody said them to me, I don't like chief. Yeah, and I, I don't like boss either. I don't like. I don't like them. But I've heard them all my life. Oh yeah, yeah. Did Rich say he's never heard of it? I think he said the first time he heard it is out here. He heard it the other day. And it struck him weird because someone called someone else boss. Oh, I didn't catch that. I thought you had an issue with him, like hearing it or using it or whatever the fuck it no, was. No, he just he he said he didn't know if it was an East Coast thing or a West Coast thing. But uh, I don't know, man. And and then he says he hears Buddy, and it's like Buddy's just the white boy version. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I will say this too: that to add into that, Rich calls Emmy Buddy all the time, and and one thing I've never heard out here is is a dad calling his daughter Buddy. You know, there are a lot of different nicknames, but I've never heard Buddy. It's funny that you say that. Um, hold on, it's funny that you say that because. Uh, all right, it's funny that you say that because you, I remember you re you referenced one time um, him calling emmy buddy and i was just like all right buddy you know that like you call your kid whatever where i didn't really think it was that awkward or that weird or that peculiar but i thought um the other day sarah had came in the room and uh -huh. mentioned something and then when she left he was like he called her buddy have you right. ever, that's my question have you ever called your lady buddy absolutely we're trying to refrain from the swear words so no how about i'll say hell no there's nothing attractive about that like, I don't even call my buddies buddy. Yeah. I really, I, I call him guy. What's up, guy? You know what I mean? Before I say buddy. I might drop a buddy here and then. Um, but very rarely. Um, my, I mean, my, honestly, my stuff is more like, like I'll see, homie. I'll see Kennedy. Like, I'll be like, hey, what's up, fool? What are you doing? Or whatever. And she, she'll do the same right. thing to me. Um, at work, it's funny because obviously I work for a college, right? And they're like, I'll, there's this girl Vanessa that we always joke with because whenever like we pass each other's office, we make a point to say what's up. And um, so when I'm walking by her office, I'll be like, "What's up, fool?" And keep walking. And I don't right. know if people, because people always like if somebody's near there, they kind of giggle or kind of laugh or kind of like, I don't know if they think I'm doing it to be funny or some shit. But that's just like. I, I, uh, I'll see my sister, you know, like, I'll, Hey, you know, she walks in. I'm like, Hey, what's up for like, like, it's just like it, it, full dog, like all that. Like I'll call my, my, my point. 
I'll call my work study dog. You know, he'll walk in and I'll be like, hey, I'm like, hey, dog, grab me this real quick. And then he calls. He thinks it's cool because he's like this young Irish kid. He calls uh-huh. he calls me Yarr! he calls me D dog. Right. So. Oh, shit. So he's like, do you mind if I call you D dog or however he talks, you know? And I was like, no, I go, that's cool. You know, so I, I'll be calm dog fool, whatever. Um, and but that's me, it. You, you just you just proved you proved how it goes. And I think that's maybe why I find it awkward, because you call someone and it varies from person to person based on your relationship with that person. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, like I would never call my my lady or my woman buddy. Like that's my lady. Or you call her boo or babe or fucking sexy or I don't know whatever your little cute names that you keep. But um, you said cute I'm not names. gonna call her buddy or call her homie or guy yeah. or you know what I mean. It's like boo, boo, boo or something. I mean, you're I don't know, man. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say buddy. So and I'm not gonna call my daughter that. Yeah, your daughter's your little princess, or you know. Yeah, She's but a princess. I understand that, but I mean, I can't argue that because I'm over here calling my daughter fool. You know, like what's up, fool? Get over here. Well, check it out. I'm older than you guys a little bit, and that's a good way to have gay kids. Calling her fool? You got it. You no, I'm no, not you. But I'm just saying, like, the relationship we we got to teach them how to be a lady. Yeah. If not, you're gonna let the school teach them. <laughs> we all know their values. That ain't going. That ain't working out so well lately. Yeah, it's, it is crazy. Their numbers have been going in different directions all over the board. What was it? Oh, that was a stat that Rich dropped. I think one in four people are gay. Or, did you hear that? Did we talk about it. that last week or no? I don't think we did, but I did hear the stat. Yeah, one in four people apparently are gay now. So, um, but who did the study? What was the What was the group that they studied? You know what? What, were the, what was the terms of the study? I would like to argue this, right? Because I was about to, right? But then I thought about it. I'm like, wait, right now, Christian's staying with us. Like it's me, my wife, my daughter, and Christian. One in four of us is gay. So I'm like, I don't know, you know. So I don't know. Maybe I that think maybe I, that stat is truer than we think. I don't know because I, when I first heard that, I was like, that can't be right. Even Doug, even if it's twenty percent, it can't be. I'm like, I don't, well, I mean, you live in Northern California where you have most of your life. So I guess, you know, but for me, I'm like, for real, I'm like, yeah, I don't know. But no, I I think it could be, but, but again, I'm not going to be, I'm going to try to take the the better, smarter path. And before I comment, I need to know details of the study. Yeah. No, it'd be, it would be ignorant for me to try to argue either way without knowing more facts than what he told when he told his little story. No, I feel you. And, um, See, the thing, though, that where I'm like, well, I think about like most of the cheerleaders that I know that are dudes. Right. I'm like, well, no shit. I mean, they're. Yeah, but that's like 10 out of 10 because there's hardly. So but in that situation, probably one out of four is is straight. Yeah. So that that's what I'm saying. That's why I need to know what the study group is. Doug, I think about that. Like now I'm like, I should have been a cheerleader when I was a kid. I was like, think about it. I'm like. You're so you could be gay. <laughs> what? Just because you're a cheerleader don't mean you're gay. You just, you just said, said three out of four were. Yeah, one isn't right. I could have been all the right. one because uh, this okay. is this is what I think about. I guess I'm like, all right, you're around these bitches all day, right? I was like, you, you become homies, of course, whatever. You can get friend zoned, but I mean, if you make it clear that you're straight, then cool, whatever, right? And hey, then, this is easy it is to make it to the friend zone. If you're a G, you can make it to the end zone. Exactly right. So I'm saying. 
And um, I think like, yeah, they're, a lot of them are going to become your homies, right? That, I mean, you're around yeah. 12 people, you know, you know, they're going to become your homies. Say, even if um, one or two, you have something with or you don't or whatever, regardless, it doesn't matter. Dog, now say you have a team of 15 girls, right? Or a team of 15 and you're the only oh, yeah. dude. So now you have 14 chick friends that are most likely hot. And what do hot friend, what do hot bitches do? Kick it with other hot bitches, right? Yep. So then right now you've expanded your 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 world. Now you have 14 friends that they're, you're with every day. You guys are homies. You guys work out together, do all this. So you know, they, they know, I mean, because you're not a, a piece of shit. They know you're a good dude. Now they're like, hey, well, when you, know you what? when you hang out with attractive people, it makes you even more attractive to other attractive people. So think about it. They're like, there's some chicks and there's like a gang of hot bitches, and that's one girl out of these fourteen has a group of hot bitches that she kicks it with that are her well, homies. Well, because because then they're then they're like, well, what's worst case scenario? I mean, I want it because you become interesting. You're like the uh, the Dos Equis man and shit at that point, right? They want to know why all these people want to be your friend. Yeah. Oh, cut out. Yeah, no, no I'm, I'm there good. Yeah, no, you're right. And so now they're talking to their friends and they mention the story. Oh, yeah. So, you know, uh, we were at practice and Kukui went to throw me up and he dropped me. Kukui, who's that? That doesn't sound like a Dana or a Jennifer or Kukui. Oh, oh, yeah. He, he, he fucking, um, you know, he, he, uh, he cheers with us. Oh, so does he got a man or anything? Oh, no, no. He's straight. He's straight. Oh, now Kukui's in the conversation. Oh, next thing you know, Kakui is hitting up his 14 chick friends, his friends, and psh, oh man, duh. at least in my mind. Hey, and he's so funny. He always says that he's he's uh, he's not a plumber, but he knows how to lay pipe. <laughs> it's like that, dog. You know, you you literally drop that. Every, oh, Kakui. Every once in a while, you drop that. You're like, uh, yeah, uh, oh yeah, I'm not a plumber. You know, I'm a cheerleader. I'm not a plumber, you know. But I still lay pipe, whatever. Boom! Now they drop that into that pipe. Now they drop that into their conversation, and I, I'm like, that's why, like, you, like you joke, like, oh, so they could be gay, but I'm no, like, no. But then when they're lonely at home, and and Johnny broke their heart, and they're just all lonely. Who are they calling? It, it, it pops. It, it pops up. I'm not a plumber, but I know how to lay pipe. I'm not a plumber. Who says that? Oh, that's Kukui. And that's when you get that late night text. Oh, you, exactly. So, Doug, now, I don't know about you, but I feel like now this sounds like it's a dope idea. So, Well, then they just send you a picture of the pipe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you send them. Say, a can you, they, no, they send it to you. Oh! Say, can you lay, lay, lay this for me? And you're like, sure. You're right. You're by. right. You're right. You put on my uniform. So I'll, swing by. I'll, I'll be by, but not like that. All right. All right. So see, I don't know, dog. I think we just uncovered something. So uh, I, I'm telling you. Yeah. You know what? What's and, up? And, and I got to play something real quick, man. I, I just, there's one thing that uh, I see things on TikTok all the time. And I see that guy, TK, California, and he, he's always defending California. Um, you know, and it's a back and forth. That's his like gimmick, right? That that's his TikTok is based on like sticking up for California and like saying why we're better than all the other states. Yeah. But I hear all these people, they're moving to Florida and they're moving here and they're moving there. And okay, it's expensive. It's expensive. I, I watch uh I am stretch on TikTok with his girl Mimi, and they were just did an episode of Roscoe's, and he's like, Man, I gotta get the fuck out of LA because it's just too expensive. Mm -hmm. And I know, I know it is, but it costs good things cost i mean it just is what it is there's a reason why a honda is a little bit more than a kia right 
And I, let me just go ahead and play this song to kind of remind everyone why it's expensive and why it's awesome. All right, let's hear it. Beach, you see them everywhere. If they ain't choosing on the plan, we never care. Mm -mm. We got so many of them. Thick ones, skinny ones. You came to California, didn't have any fun. How that sound? Famous words of a lame who couldn't hang. Cause ladies from the West got gang. Who got the best? PA, DC, Georgia, New York, Texas, Louisiana, Florida. The Midwest got the super notches. You ever seen Cali's finest man? Who could top us? A Cali girl, you never seen nothing like her. Walk into a room, smile and make it brighter. So, I mean, there's a reason why that shit, like all the stars are out here. All the prettiest women in the world, a lot of them come from California, right? Mm -hmm. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, would, I, you, would you ever consider relocating? Probably, ah, yeah, but not to California. Maybe. No, where would you go? Maybe. I'm thinking. Where would you go? I love Tucson, to be honest. I don't like Phoenix. I would probably stay in Arizona. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Cal I mean, I love California, believe me, but. What if what if price was not an option? If you could pick anywhere, money didn't matter in the whole world to live, where would you choose? Probably San Diego. So probably air that area or even Lompoc, like you're saying, like over here, you know, um, it's right by the ocean, right? You're, I mean, it's a small town, but whatever. So maybe not quite, but somewhere like that, because and that, that's the biggest thing for me is I would be thinking about the money and the cost of living. If that wasn't an option, gas wasn't thirty seven gallon dollars a gallon or whatever. Right. Right. Then, then probably I, I would move there in a minute, you know, well, because um, even like Santa Barbara, everyone around here loves Santa Barbara. And I was watching Hulu the other day and like, it's so dope. That's where Courtney Kardashian and Travis Barker went and had a wedding and drove the we're married car down the street. Like they're in Santa Barbara because you know what? Not a lot of people go out there. It's still kind of private. You know what I mean? But it's dope. It's beautiful. The beaches are nice. You're going to laugh at me, dog, but, um, Funky Monkey is chiming in, and she said she'd move to either Monterey. Monterey is freaking beautiful. Have you ever been to the yes, aquarium in Monterey? Oh, yeah. When like fifth grade, they made us all go. Oh when no, it was bad. And I and I think I've been as an adult too. I, oh man, you know I remember um, my buddy Johnny, his little brother Nate. <laughs> he was so pissed. We went in 2010, and um, he was pissed because he wanted to go to the aquarium, but instead went to Bubba Gump's. But um, but. Freaking Funky Monkey's men, men, um, mentoring. She's not mentoring. She's mentioning Monterey. And now you, this is where I said you're going to laugh at me. Is it Carmel or Caramel? Or, or where's another city? Uh, I, th I think it's... Uh, fuck, it's, man. I don't know. They pronounce it a bunch of different ways. Because it's spelled Carmel. That's not Carmel. It's, it's not. It's not Carmel. It's not Carmel? No. Um, but yeah, so Funky Monkey says she'd move to Caramel either. or something. I don't know. I fucking Carmel or Monterey. Monterey is freaking beautiful, on, dog. You caught me on cloud nine. And, hey, you caught me on cloud nine. I can't remember, and I'm not about to fake it. How's that? Yeah. Yeah, but well, that's cool. But no, and you know what? I probably wouldn't move into like a major city like San Diego, LA, whatever. But like one of the outskirts, Um, like, let me see. I think Christian lives in Temecula. That's where my my um, wife was raised was in Temecula. Um, That's where I got Chapo Jenkins. Oh, really? Uh huh. Car Mel, like Mel Gibson. Carmel. So she'd moved to Carmel, mm -hmm. um, not Carmel, because <laughs> I said Carmel. 
Carmel. Yeah, I knew it wasn't Carmel. So Carmel. Um, but no, like somewhere like Temecula or freaking um, like one of the outskirts. Um, I think that would be cool. But I wouldn't want I'm not a city person. I'm not. I, I like smaller places. So that's why Tucson's dope. You know, you're, you have an aer- dope airport right there. We have an airport, but it only gets you so far, you know. Um, Is it so, smaller than Tucson? Yeah. So uh, it, it is a little bit smaller, but you know they got the airport right there. You're like an hour from Phoenix, you know. Um, right yeah. here, you're like two and a half, three hours. So I'm like, it's a bigger city, more opportunity, more you know different things. Um, but it it's not you don't have all the freeways and shit like you do like in Phoenix. I hate having to jump onto a freeway to get anywhere, or being right. stuck in traffic. You know, you're you got four miles to go, but it's thirty seven minutes. You're like, what the fuck? I don't, oh, I'm shit. I'm not a fan of that kind of shit. In LA, um, it's two hours. Yeah, so I'm not like I'm not a fan of anything like that, but yeah, I could definitely. I mean, it's a like you said, it's a beautiful place, beautiful women. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, everything. I mean, it's cool, great opportunity places. You know, you know like there's some hidden gems. So I'm gonna go ahead and people get bored and they want to check it out. All the, I lived in all the gyms. Co- all the gyms would be headed headed for me, or or um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, the only gym I fuck with is that they gotta have a, a hot tub and a and an Olympic sized pool, but uh-huh. um. Shelter Cove is population about 400, 450, but they got a little airstrip and you can fly your Cessna in and out. That spot's dope. I lived there. That was awesome. And then um, I lived in McKinleyville slash Trinidad. Uh, that, that's a nice spot on the beach. It's kind of private and slow. And then, um, but those are nice spots right there. But I like Lompoc. We're right here. We're about 10, 15 minutes from the beach. But, uh, you know, we have Pismo and Santa Barbara's an hour that way. So it's chill. I, I, I located. It's still kind of kicked back and small. Um, I can get in and out of Walmart in like 20 minutes. Yes. You know what I mean? So when? Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's cool. Um, yes. What's going on? Lots of lots going on. What you got going on? <laughs> Are you okay, Doug? You were telling your story and then For you, me? yeah, you were telling your story and then you stopped and you were like, yes. Well, I, I don't know. I lost my fucking train of thought. <laughs> okay. 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 Good. <laughs> I thought you were waiting on me or something, but okay. Well, anyway, there's a lot of shit. Let me see. Um, it's funny that they were, ri- I thought with your answer, we were done with that. I thought we were done after your answer. I thought we were done with the fucking conversation. <laughs> I guess we are. Whatever. Well, I thought it was hilarious, dog, that maybe... Like, you made a reference to the, at the beginning of this. Has he finished digging that hole, right? So, I thought it was so yes. funny that this week... Um, I first heard it on Fox Sports, and then they brought it to Patreon, where Rich couldn't believe that people still bury their pets. He's like, I thought that was some shit, like, in I the know. olden times. And I'm like, Doug, I... I, ha- I Did I ever tell you the story about when I was burying a dog and i hit another dog yeah you did <laughs> so you know what i mean we've been doing that shit for decades you know and it just made me laugh because rich was like are you fucking serious and i'm like dog think about if you're in the fucking hood and you have a dog you're really gonna take this motherfucker like to go get cremated and shit and spread his ashes or like at his favorite dog park like are you fucking serious i don't get it no, I mean, I see both sides of it because you're absolutely right. And growing up, that was just, that was it. Everyone buried their dog. That was, I think, because, you know, back then too, like, you know, I don't know if he's had pets his whole life, but 
if he has, and he had to know someone that would that buried their dog. You know what I mean? Um, but, but I see it nowadays too. It's like I ha- I lost a couple pets in the last like four or five years, and I mean, bro, what are you gonna if you cremate? It's like a hundred bucks. You can get a little vase or whatever and save them. Do what you want with them. I'm not even telling you what you should or you shouldn't do, or even if you should take them. That that's completely on you. But you know, like I'm not digging the hole, bro. It's 2023. Are you, I'm not digging the hole. What? Because I'm trying to save 120 bucks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, to me, you know it, what I'm saying. But, like, like I'm I'm older. I'm not. I'm not. You know what I'm saying. It's it's different. Like, I think I would rather have if I'm gonna do it now. Like, I get it, and that's that's why you're exactly right. Because that's the way we grew up, and that's just the way that it was, and it is not foreign, and that was the norm. Absolute, hundred percent the norm. But so was you know, two. Who are you calling? I'm calling Margie. Hello, you've reached the Jones. We're not home right now. Leave a message after the beep. Beep. I mean, what are you, outdated? Like, we can't always do shit. At some point, you find a better way. So I also see where where Rich is. I don't see where he's coming from in the sense that he's, like, totally flabbergasted of how we do it out here. But I do see his version of how people choose to do it now in today's current times. You know, it's funny because um, two things. One, um, you mentioned, did he have a dog? He said that, actually, he mentioned this week, he never had a dog growing up. So as soon as his parents got divorced, he was like 13, 14. Then, um, or however old he was, I think he was like an early teen. Um, right. He said his mom went out and got a dog. So he grew up his whole childhood without a dog, without a pet, um, because his dad didn't want him, want him in the house or whatever. So... That's a good point, too, because a lot of us learn that lesson when we're a kid. And, you know, you, you've had this puppy or dog since you were four years old or some shit. And now you are what the age rich is saying, 15, 16, your dog dies. You're like, fuck, you know, or whatever. Um, For sure. But my other thought is it's never crossed my mind to do it another way to look into it. Like you're like, oh, it's 120 bucks or whatever. It's It's so weird because it's not like it's not a good or bad thing in my mind that, but to me it was always just like, this is like you said, Oh, we used to do the phone like this or whatever. And that's something that I never innovated, you know, innovator die. It was always just, you have a pet. They live this many years. You bury them when they die. That was just, you know, like wiping your ass. You, what, you what? go, you take a shit, you wipe your ass. Like to me, I never really thought about, I, in my mind, if you were going to do this crazy shit where they were going to like, you know, stuff it and it's going to be in your living room, you know, or I always thought that was like rich people shit. So even now where like I do okay, I'm like, uh-huh. I, it still never crossed my mind, you know? Well, and, and, and the only reason, you know, going back to the reference, like you said, with the dial up phone and everything changes, I didn't come up with these great ideas. I didn't research them. I didn't find them on the internet. They didn't pop up in my, my algorithm. I just take my dog to the vet when he's sick. You know, and they mention options. And usually if you take your dog to the vet often, you hear about all the new shit. Mm-hmm. Well, I, you know I, what I mean? Like, I'm, like, like, I, like before, well, it, and, and I'll give you an example. Like, like I said, I, I lost two pets in the last five years and they didn't just die. Like that decision was made because they couldn't get nursed back to health. Like they had failing health and we took them to the vet to try to get it fixed and medicine and see what's going on and the blood work and the urine work. And you're trying to, you know, is it cancer? Like I spent scratch trying to figure out what was going on. And so there's a certain point that it comes. It's like, you know, are you going to let them suffer? 
You know what I'm saying? Like, like bad. You know what I mean? Like my dog that I lost, everyone loved that dog. Everyone I've ever mentioned on that this show, they seen him and Big Ham, and he was dope. But when he's oozing black stuff out of his asshole, it's time. Oh yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah, and, he's, and he's moaning and he's and he's moaning in the corner. But he didn't just get to that point. He probably went to the vet at the beginning of that week, the week before, two weeks before that, because you know I I don't just quit on my pets. So you're trying to. If, to me, if you're going to be a pet owner and you're going to be a responsible pet owner, that falls on you. That you need to do what's what the, within your power and within reason to make sure they have good health. You know what I mean? And and uh, I had a cat one time. I had got with an ex, and we probably spent like twelve or thirteen G's on that cat. But that cat's kidney failed like five times starting at six years old, and that cat lived to be sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. We need to go bury them in the backyard. You know what I'm saying? You try to you try to fight it, and then when they do pass, they just tell you about the options. Have you ever put any to sleep, or or have they always just kind of? Yeah, no. The the that's no the last one two pets did? I had that would both. I, I I had to. Like I said, one, uh, my dog. He was laying in the corner, and he was just he was he was moaning all night for yeah. like two nights, dude. And like he he was ready to go. You could just you could tell. Yeah. And um and it's the same with the cat. She had like a stroke, and she could she was shitting on herself and and peeing on herself and. Like, you know, when you give them like wet food and they don't even touch it, like you 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 just know, like when you have a pet for 10, 15 years and you know that pet, um, you you can tell. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, you know, <laughs> would you ever buy a house that was built on a pet cemetery or maybe in the backyard had one? No, no, because uh, nope. somebody that's listening live right now, Miss Funky Monkey said that <laughs> she said we bought our property with um what we assume is a pet grave in the backyard <laughs> i feel dog like I, I feel like like i don't know dog i feel like there'd be like some dog spirits back there i just feel like it's kind of bad juju for a, a pet cemetery to be living on you know maybe, well i'll be worse i saw the movie and the yeah that's what i was gonna say the, even the recent one maybe that well, maybe that's well, my, i forgot that cat's name but that kid that cat uh-huh I think we're on a delay, but um, I think Pet Cemetery like really scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. So, yeah, I forgot the name. What was that cat's name? I don't remember. Remember, he brought that cat back. Yeah, yeah, that shit was scary as hell. And you know what? I think they used to play that movie on those Sunday Sunday nights where Church. they'd have like the Tales from the Crypt dude. You know? The, yeah, the, I used to watch that. Yeah, that shit was scary as hell, dog. Church was the cat's name. Oh, it was? Yeah. Did you remember or you looked it up that quickly? I just looked it up. I'm not going to lie. Oh, dang. You'd be like, nah, I just remembered. I'm scared looking at the cat right now. The cat, the picture on it that came up, it's all mangled. And it's just staring at you like it's got your soul. Oh, uh, let me see. Uh... Matt Walsh. Oh, Doug. All right, let's go. Maddie Walsh. All right. All I got to say is this. What's up? When I worked in Oakland, there was a guy there that if anyone that worked with me is listening to this, they're going to know exactly who I'm talking about, but he shall remain nameless. But he was one stinky man. And he just sweat. Like he literally would put rags on his head while he worked because he sweat that bad. And they had him on a situation where he was flying in for work on Monday and flying home on Thursday. And there was a lot of time 
times, man, where we were only 15 minutes from the Oakland airport, where at the last minute, I'd, I would have to drive him to work and he stunk. So I know where Kavita was saying that, you know, try to look normal at the airport and people in PJs. And I 100% agree with him because I think he's right. If you can get your ass up and fly across country, you can at least put on something if you want to use the excuse comfortable that still looks respectful. <laughs> Yeah. You know, you got Calvin Calvin Klein sweats on that say Calvin Klein on the side with a matching Calvin Klein hoodie and some Air Force Ones or something. No one's probably going to tell you shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> but you got some plaid pajanal PJs in your Crocs and your hair's a mess. Doc, did you say pajanal? <laughs> yeah, you know, the little pajanal pants, you know, the little pajama flannel pants. That's fucking dope, dog. You just made up a word, pajanal. Pajanals, that's what they are. They're flannel pajamas. Doug, did, did we? Did you just Shark Tank an idea? P Maybe pajamas, and you can make them dope. You can make them like uh, all the other shit that's out there. You can make, make them like snug at the ankles a little bit, so they look kind of like a little kind of slim but not tight, and they look a little fly. Yeah, dang, um, that's dope. Uh, pajamas, look out for at pajamas on social media. You can find the fucking Shark Tank idea. No, brought to you by Hood Rat Clothing Line. Oh yeah, Hood Rat Clothing Company. So. If you're looking for after, channels coming, you're soon. looking for after show belater merch. Just look up the um, Hood Rat Clothing Company on Amazon, and it'll bring you right to it. Hashtag pajamas. So what's up? I have. Um, let me see. Nobody look at us. But he stunk. So know. hold on. So see, that's what happened last time, and then you acted like it was my fault. So now I'm gonna finish my story, Pajanel. He uh, he stunk, and like he stunk hella bad, and like this man stunk so bad where. I guarantee you the lady walking, the stewardess walking by could smell him. So if you had to sit next to him from Oakland to LA, you were miserable because I didn't want to sit next to him in the car. Doug, I don't know how people so aren't just... I some mean, people don't. I, we, I know we've had the conversation a million times, but people aren't self-aware, and that's gross to me, Doug. No, he was totally self-aware. He knew he stunk, but... They they tried to pimp him to the last minute, so he would work until he absolutely had to go to to the airport, and he didn't have time to shower, so he would go smelling like straight weed and sweat crack. But how do you how do you get that bad in one day? Like from say you shower in the morning. Well, when you extract, you're pulling wet socks of weed out, and it touches your shirt because they've been you know you've used butane or whatnot, and uh, so yeah, you're touching it all day. And so what's he do? Wash his hands before he gets on the plane. And then he's sweating because it's hot as shit in there in the summertime. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Never. He's, and, and I don't know. And he didn't need much anyways. Yeah. That motherfucker break out into a full sweat in the Alaskan snow. Uh, yeah, same. <laughs> so I don't want to talk shit, but, but um, I don't know this dude. But yeah. Do you, and you said Matt Walsh. Was that something that they brought up or was that this dude's name? No, Matt Walsh, they were, he was saying that you should look respectable and he didn't understand why people can't put themselves together a little bit oh, when they go yeah, in public yeah. and you're a grown adult. And I totally agree. And then Cavino touched on it, like with people talking about wearing their pajamas at the airport and just looking like slobs. And I, then Rich argued, but you want to be comfy on a cross-country flight. And I think there's a balance of both. Doug, I was trying to think and I couldn't for the life of me remember the name. When they brought up Matt Walsh on the show, because now I remember – um, there was the dude from America's Most Wanted. What was his name? John Walsh. John. I was going to say, was it Jim? Because I, I remember I was trying to remember it when I was watching the episode like live. And then I was like, fuck, I can't remember the name. And I was going to try to bring it up right now. And I still don't remember it. You remember when X-Rated was on that thing? 
On what? On America's no. The X rated was on America's Most Wanted. I don't re- I don't remember that. And I used to watch that show every you know, week as a kid. You know, after twenty six years in prison for double murder, he got out and he's been out for now I think for three or four years. And he's yeah. on Tech Nine's music label. I saw him doing um interviews on YouTube when he got out a few Crazy years ago. Shit, huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hold That's on. Wild shit. Give me half a second. All right. My bad. Um I forgot I didn't mute mute it for you. So you heard me fucking yelling, but I muted it for the stream, so my bad that you had to hear that. Uh what What about Rich and, and the popcorn with the kids and spitting seeds and sunflower or sunflower seeds and rental cars? You're gonna have to um l- kind of remind me of the clip because I I didn't see the clip. I just heard a little bit of the conversation after. So what happened on the actual clip? I guess, I guess that he uh, some people were eating, having their kids on the plane eating popcorn, and um, Rich said that he does that too. That he fucking when he takes his kids on the plane, that he doesn't see nothing wrong with it because they're kids. Popcorn on the and plane? I guess. I think just in in general, just yeah, on the plane, fucking. Um, I guess I think, and you know, if I'm wrong and I'm quoting wrong, I'm sure someone will say something, and please do. But I thought he said something about putting sunflower seeds in rental cars. No, dog. At least that's what I have written in my notes. That's fucking scandalous because, dog, I think popcorn has to be, especially with the kid, eaten at a very particular time. You're at a movie, you're whatever, at home, you guys are watching a TV show or something where you can control the mess. Popcorn's messy as fuck. So, it you, is. You know, like as an adult, you're like, oh, fuck, you had a little kernel on your shirt or whatever. Children get it everywhere. That's why I rarely eat spaghetti in public. Yeah, no shit, right? You know, or ribs. And I, I lo- and I love both of those things, but in public, you're gonna make a different choice, right? Because you don't want to look like an animal, you know? No, I don't. I guess some people don't care. And and I think also when when he says stuff like that, I hate to stereotype, but I I don't because I do it all the time, I guess. But that's almost like. The Caucasian way of parenting, because Latinos and like African Americans and people in the neighborhood, they'll tell their kids they're gonna jack their ass up. You know what I mean? Like they don't do stuff like that. Like most families that I grew up around, unless they were Caucasian, they don't just let their kids fucking tear the joint up and fucking make a mess wherever they go, and they don't try to excuse it and say, "Well, they're kids." No, most parents have somewhat control. I remember, and I'm not saying this is right. I'm not saying this is right, but. I remember, I, I remember, um, not saying that either. I'm just telling a story. I remember when, um, yeah. one of my cousins was, I mean, my kid, my cousins are darker complected than I am, you know? And a story. And I remember one of my cousins was acting up like at Walmart or some shit when they were a kid. And my aunt like looked up on him, like behave yourself, you know? And my cousin goes, please don't beat my black ass. <laughs> You know, but hey, but they were like, oh, okay, I'll get in line. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm going to tell you something right here, and I'm not looking in hindsight. I don't totally agree with it, even though I was with this person. And obviously that means I was a part of it. But she was hardcore. And when I met her, because you know what? I'll, I'll come full circle. I used to parent with my daughter before I met this chick, like Rich. I took the easy way out, drove her around in the car to put her to sleep if she didn't want to go to sleep, like... 
families that I grew up around were like, no, you better take your ass to sleep. And if I see the light on, I'm fucking you up. Right. And I'm not saying that's right neither, but that's how it went down with the kids that I knew growing up. Right. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. My parents didn't do that to me. And I didn't do that to my kid until I met this chick. And she, uh, you know, she was super strict. Her parent, her dad was in the military and whatnot. And literally, bro, we'd be in public, and one of these, one of her three, or my kid was acting up. She would literally whisper in their ear, "Do you want to go in the bathroom?" Because there's no cameras in the bathroom, and that's code for I'm about to jack your ass up unless you get in line. You know. And and they would do that. There wasn't. There was four kids. There wasn't two. And they weren't allowed to just destroy everything everywhere they went. And when I met her, my youngest was four and her oldest was nine. And and when I broke up with her, the oldest was 21. So at the same time, man, I, it was a long time. I've raised some kids in my time. And they weren't just allowed to behave and do whatever the fuck they wanted. And us as parents, we, we thought you were shameful if you tried to hide behind your kids doing so. That's like making a, you're going to blame the mess or their behavior on them. They're yeah. four, they're three, they're nine. They don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing it, what you let them do. Exactly, it should be up to you as a parent to control the situation. Don't give them messy ass shit. You're not gonna give them hot Cheetos or or regular Cheetos so they can rub their hands all over everything. You're not gonna give them pop on a plane. Yeah, dog, sunflower seeds. That's scandalous. Come on now, like really, you're gonna. You're not going to give them melatonin on the plane either to make them go to sleep. You're going to be a real parent and a real man, and you're going to take care of your kids. Dog, I was so. Good Lord. I, I couldn't believe you I, said that I couldn't shit. either. I couldn't either. There, We have a friend that has. What the fuck's wrong with that, dude? We have a friend that has, like, told us, like, when Kennedy was younger, like, oh, just give her Benadryl, right? And she was, like, a year and a half or whatever. And I, I still don't know if the person was being honest or, or joking or, you know what I'm saying? But um, it's like, I, to me, I can't believe that. And and Rich got really offended because Cavino's like, you're drugging your kids, you know, to make them go to sleep. He is. You are. You are. If, if Doug, if you're giving them fucking melatonin and, and he's like, well, they make melatonin for kids. Who gives a fuck, dog? You're still doing it. You know what I'm saying? You're still doing well, you're, it. You're doing it because you're, you're also doing it. Because you're taking the easy way out. And I don't want to lie also. Yeah, I did hear some good night juice stories when I was a little kid. And there were some people that did slip some some shit, some Benadryl and some fucking sippy cups and some shit like that. So I did. That shit happens. So that's true. But it doesn't mean it's okay. And and again, you're... you're what if they had an allergic reaction as a parent? How, how would you feel if something happened, their fucking face swelled up? Like, let's not go all worst case scenario and say death. But how would you feel as a parent if you gave your kids something because you weren't being patient enough for them to fall asleep mm -hmm. or they were taking longer than expected or usual to fall asleep? You give them some off-brand melatonin gummy they'd never had before. And before you know, Ben's head's big as a beach ball. Mm -hmm. How would you feel? Yeah. And that that's the thing, Doug, is you said it perfectly. It's because you're not being patient enough. A kid, if they don't want to go to bed, they're being a kid. They're doing right. what they're supposed to, right? Being obnoxious. No, I don't want to go to bed. That's all part of being a kid. You know, if you have a kid that you say, hey, it's time for bed. They go, all right, cool. See you in the morning. Then I don't know who you are. I've never had, you know, maybe once in a while my kid will do that. But for the most part, it's like, no, can I stay up? Please, whatever. You know, I'm going through that right now. She's supposed to be in bed. Actually, she was supposed to be asleep like 20 minutes ago. Um but I'm like, whatever, I'll freaking she'll get, have the iPad for a little bit. I know when I tell her, hey, no, turn your shit off. It's going to be a struggle. But that don't mean, you know, 
five minutes ago, I was putting some, you know, melatonin because I know she should be asleep. It, right. You said it right. You're taking the easy way out because it, Cheater. it is, it's, it, I'm not saying it's meant to be diff- difficult, but putting a kid is never putting a kid to sleep. It, no, is, it's not. It is. It is because check it out. That's the pussification of America. He wants this instant gratification, all results, no work. And it does something positive for that kid because we've all been there where it's lights out. Parents are going to be pissed if we get up. We know we can't move and it sucks. And you're just laying there, right? Exactly. But that's when you, that's when you sort out other thoughts. Those moments are still good to have because they build character. You can't pussify and not make them deal with tough moments because you're impatient and you just want a quick solution. That's not natural. Yeah. That shit was made in a laboratory somewhere. Someone made it. It's chemicals. Any way you want to chop it up. I don't care if it's all earthly ingredients or whatnot. It sure as fuck didn't grow in a plant and you pick it, it dry it and give it to your kid like that. Somewhere they made it synthetic. It was made in a lab and you're just, do what you got to do, but I don't rock like that. You know what? Um, I never have. And like you said, it is true. When you're a kid and you're laying there and dog, and not only, I mean, yeah, it's making them go to bed faster or whatever the case is, but melatonin, dog, uh, Benadryl, all that shit affects people differently. If I have, uh, sometimes I, as an adult, will make the decision like, fuck, you know what? I cannot sleep to save my life. I'll take melatonin. And that shit will fuck me up the next day. It doesn't sit well with me. I know some people, they're like, oh, I take it every night. I'm fine the next day. Melatonin, Benadryl, anything anything that puts you to sleep, fucking ZQL, any of that shit, I'm groggy the next day. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm so pissed that I actually took it. I'm like, damn it, why didn't I just fucking lay there? I would have been exhausted. I would have had a shitty day, but by the next day, my, my sleep was going to be on You're track. You're out. Right? Right. And so I'm like, fuck. But to do that to your kids, Doc, now what if the next day, now they have a shitty day at school because they're all groggy, they can't fucking, oh. you know. They, Ben's going to be 21 in rehab. I'm on that Tonin. You know, he's eating like 50 at a time because he's been hooked since he was three because of his dad. Well, think about it. Say they're, they're, they're not, you know, 100% the next day. Then they have a bad day at school. Then, you know, you get a call because they were acting up or they're whatever. Like, mm-hmm. Doug, so all of that because you, Doug, how, like you said, when you're a kid, we all, rem- I remember laying there. Builds character. And being like, fuck, still hearing my mom in the kitchen putting shit away. Or whatever, or fucking my dad. snack. My dad cracking up because he's watching a TV show, and you know, fucking like maybe or cracking open another beer. And like me and my brother shared a room as a kid, so I would maybe hear him on the phone look like a chick or something, and I'm like, the fuck, well, yeah, well, you know, like there's you yeah. you have those memories as a kid because we all right. did it. Our parents, I mean, maybe some people's parents were, but I don't feel like our parents were drugging us, you know. No, hell no. My parents weren't doing that shit, man. And again, I don't know if you want your kid, you know, resistant tolerance wise to melatonin by the time they're in the sixth grade and then nothing works and you got to feed them Xanax, go ahead. But I don't think it's a good idea. I I just know, remember laying there and like, if you're with your buddies and the parents make you guys go to sleep, you guys bullshit. And I don't know, man, those, those moments, you know, the parents might even be like, do I hear you guys up? And you're like, Nope. You're like, right. Like freaking funky monkey chimed in and said, she knows somebody that would give her kid, that would give their kid um, NyQuil, you know, and she like for real NyQuil to your fucking kid. Oh, there were, there were people when I was growing, I used to see them blowing weed in their face. And I was like, ah, I don't rock like that. For man. real to the kids. Oh, hell yeah. Babies and kids. I seen all that growing up, man. And I just, I never got down like that. I didn't think that was cool, but yeah, that's just, 
It's just not that kid don't have a choice. Yeah, that that is the fucked up part that, you know, I mean, you're, you're going to, like you said, blow weed in their face or give them melatonin or whatever. Like, Doug, you're supposed to, like, help them grow up as normal as fucking possible. Right. With as few chemicals as possible. Everything right now as a society, you fucking have a headache. You take a Tylenol or whatever. It's a quick, you know, it's a quick pill. Exactly. You know, you can't sleep. You take something. You can't get up. You fucking take, you drink coffee. You whatever. Everything. And to plant that seed in their head when they're three. Exactly. Aren't you trying to prolong that as long as possible? And I know Rich's argument would be like, right, no, you don't want them taking no, we're going to show them there's a solution. Yeah, but don't you think there might be a more natural solution like time? You know, they're trying to go to sleep. Well, well not, not, gonna... not only that. Not only that. Let me ask you this. How many times have you just laid there, right? And you're like, fuck, I don't think I'm going to be able to go to sleep. And you lay there for 10 minutes and you're out. Don't... So how many times he gave a melatonin or Benadryl or whatever he gives his kids or a gummy or whatever he does. How many times will they just fell asleep in 15, 20 minutes anyways without the extra help? Yeah. Um, yeah, Doug, I, I fucking, I don't know. I just, I, and I don't know, maybe, maybe we should give rich props for, um, being so open, but I don't know how he just nonchalantly says that kind of shit where, um, it's so fucking, um, hold on. Go to, it's, it's so matter of fact for him. Like he, he has no, he has no like reservations on saying it. He, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's almost like he doesn't think his decisions through. Like I don't know about you, but when I'm when I'm thinking about something like that, like that's a that's a deep decision that requires thought. I want to play devil's advocate and think of the pros and the cons, right? Before I make a decision that's controversial, I want to run through all the scenarios to see if I still think it's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That was that was one. Um... How, how would people look at me if they heard it? You know what I mean? If if Emmy told someone in preschool, you know, what's her teacher gonna think? I know. Oh, I, you know, if say her teacher is like, oh, I had a hard time sleeping last night. Oh, I did too. My daddy gave me melatonin. Like, I guess it kind of. Or my daddy gave me a pill and I went right to sleep. Yeah. Like, you don't want it. That's just a bad look. Yeah. My, my... What do you mean, Mrs. Mrs. Jenstein? It was just melatonin. Or what do you. kids. It even said it on the box. What do you, or even, um, my dad gave me gummies and they're like, what the fuck? What kind of gummies are they getting? You know, like it could be taken so wrong. Him and mommy eat them every night. Yeah. Exactly right. Like I'm sure they, they may may maybe they have them in a safe place, but that don't mean the kids haven't seen them fucking eat them, you know. No, and here's and here's a warning to you. When I lived in Humboldt, I had a buddy, and uh, his kid went to school smelling like fresh weed one day, and he got the cops called on him. Bro. Oh, CPS for real? Showed up and everything. He smelled like man, not like they smoked around the kid like it was grown around him and that kid showed up for school and like you know he's eight or nine years old and he's because it was in the house or something his clothes stunk i don't know i don't know the exact details but i know his kid showed up to school and he smelled like fresh weed and they called cps and my buddy had some answering to do nothing happened they didn't take his kid but he definitely had to answer some questions hey can we and so you know huh? no go ahead go ahead and you just you know and then kids are little and innocent so like you said i mean you know, maybe his teacher's talking about or sees the teacher yawning even. Like, maybe it's not even conversation. Maybe the kid just makes the connection because the teacher exhibits symptoms of being tired. And then the kid brings it up like kids do. Yeah. Just not a good look. I don't think so. Um, what do you got? And this guy, this little fucking nerd from Planet Puto. <laughs> Planet Puto. I, I need to cut that up where I only have it. And this guy, like... this little Planet Puto. Planet Puto. Planet Puto, 
<laughs> I think that'd be funny. Oh, um, for sure. Yeah. So I got I got something else that kind of stuck out to me. They were talking about uh, that dating show crashing on Netflix, and then Rich said that he has Spot if he'd ever date a trans. Did Did you hear them talking about that? Uh, Spot said his his brain doesn't connect like that. I don't remember. I remember them talking about the show uh, messing up or whatever, but I don't remember what happened. I, I just know there was a part in the conversation where Rich asked Spot if he would date a trans, right? And Spot said his brain doesn't connect like that. Oh, really? Yeah. I and I feel like that would have been the transition between chicks and and dudes. I'm like, at least you're halfway there, you know? I mean, well, you've already fucked with them both. What's the difference? Well, I mean, well, are you too I'm good? Saying, are you too good for a trans person? Well, I'm saying I would think he would with the trans before a dude, you know? I'm like, right. So at least he could lie to himself. Yeah, it's still a chick or or whatever, you know, as he's making the transition. But yeah, obviously now then. I mean, he's already been to the other side of the mountain, you know? What's wrong with chilling at the top for a little bit, going backwards or whatever, you know? Like, I don't know. It's crazy. Well, and, and you know, we've we've talked about the phases on here, you know, a few different times. And it, what, what caught me about the comment was is he said his brain didn't connect like that. And some of the stuff he's doing, my brain don't connect like that. So I think that's why it gets brought up. Yeah. It's brought up often here. Yeah. No, it's funny. Um that really is surprising to me. Cause, but you know what though? Yeah. Um, I was like, did somebody's? I I see a um like a sign from like a cheer thing, and I okay. I have a big Bob Marley type of poster over there. Like it's like a framed Bob Marley thing, and right. it looked like somebody taped something to it. So I still don't know yet. So I'm I don't think it's taped to it. Huh? Oh, okay. But um what do you, okay, not connecting trans um fuck, I had a thought and now now it left me. It took off. Um not connecting. Yeah, that don't connect with me. I don't know. I I I'm, I was trying to go through and find my thought, but I don't. Um You, you know what I wanted to tell Cavino on his on his car theory? I was wondering how has he, have you ever thought about this too? Um have you ever looked into like the monthly like the, it's the the like not even a lease program where it's like you just rent it and give it back where you can go to like autonomy and they'll give you a Tesla for as cheap as 600 a month or as much as a thousand or 1200. Um, Hertz has a program where you pay like 1200 a month and you can get like uh beamers or whatever you want. And you can trade them in like once a week and get different cars. Have you ever thought of that? And you think that might be the future of the way we use automobiles going forward. That I, uh, five years is a long time. And even a three year lease, they're updating these cars and the technology with them every single model that comes out. I can't really think of, of wanting to stick in a car for three years anymore. Yeah. Uh, I think that would be cool because I think maybe we would have to buy our, like our main vehicle would have to be like bought. Um, but I think it would be cool for like my vehicle because my wife drives like the newer, nicer vehicle. And then I drive the older vehicle because I'm the husband, right? <laughs> right. And um and it would be nice for us to all drive, you know, like beamers and shit, but I just ain't got the scratch for that, you know? But I think that would be a cool option because I don't drive a whole lot. I'm like to work, you know, to my mom's like where like where the hell am I going? You know, drop off Kennedy at dance. So it would be cool. The see, I wouldn't want to do that for something like 
like at least. But you can least, give it back. No, because I think I think you got to give like a thousand dollar deposit, and it might be like it depends on the company you go with. It might be like a three month minimum, but like you're not tied into anything. You got to give like a thirty day notice and pay that month and like the last month. But you could dip. That would that. But see, that's cool because when you think about it, like the reason why I wouldn't want to get into like a lease or anything is because from what I understand, I don't know a whole lot about them, but you have to stay under like a certain amount of miles. And with as much traveling as we do as a family or my wife does yes. for cheering, that wouldn't, that we would knock out the miles in the first like four right. days, you know? So, right. um, but as a vehicle for me, that might be an option. That sounds pretty cool actually. You know, Cause you can even do a, if you go to like autonomy, I think is what it is. And I think you can even Google them on like Instagram, but, um, if you put like a large down payment down, you could even get like a Tesla for 600 a month. Yeah. That would be... And just give it back. And I think the deal is you got to do it for three months, but you give it back. Shit, Porsche even has a program where you can get like a Panamera for like 1800 a month. And then you could go up to like a 911 and I think they're like 2800 a month. But I think it requires like a month down. I don't know. Look at it. You can look it up. The Porsche, you know, a car uh monthly program is what it is. And they have one at Hertz too. And you can switch it out like every couple of weeks. Man, I freaking, um, man, what? Well, I'm just thinking about the car that I just returned because, um, we had that rental forever because you know, how my, my car's been, it was in jail and then it, it was at the body shop and all that, you know, well, mm -hmm. um, the rental we had, I exhausted all that was covered by my lease or I mean by my, um, insurance company. And, right. um, so I had paid some out of pocket when I returned it. And it was $176. And I was like, fuck, man. Like, that is. Oh, that sucks. I was like, that is not. And it's because it, I, I um, returned it to Enterprise. And when you said Hertz and Enterprise and you're seeing all these places, I'm like, fuck. I just had to deal with this. And I'm like, dog, it was $176 that I like wasn't planning on. Part of it was, um, I was like, what's this? You're can you want you cancel 10 OnlyFans subscriptions this month? Well, dog, I was like, what's this extra like $90, right? And, um, <laughs> so I asked the dude, I'm like, Hey, can I have an itemized receipt? Cause this is like $90 more than I was expecting. Um, Farrah Abrams, your only fans is canceled this month. Charlie Sheen's daughter. You're done too. Where else can I save money? Uh, no. Cause he was like, well, um, cause my wife returned it and she returned it with like almost an empty tank. <laughs> so, oh shit. And so I was like, hard. fuck. So they charge you like what? Like $8 a gallon or some shit. It's a lot. It's if, a lot. If, if they have to refill it. And I was like, Oh, that's where I freaking that's where that extra like hundred bucks came from. But oh, but crazy. it was like, what am I gonna do? Not fucking pay it, you know? So yeah, it just it, you, no, you gotta pay it. It was just it was a headache, you know. I was like and sounds like a heartache to me. Yeah, it sucked, dog. It, an extra like almost two hundred bucks that you weren't planning on kind of sucks, you know? And a wallet ache. Yeah. But no, and then Rich was talking about Jimmy's Corolla and he was making fun of it. It was a 07 or 08 with cream interior. And roll-up windows. Hey, he bought it cash. Hey, Rich Davis, I got a 07 Corolla with roll-up windows in the driveway right next to my 2022 Durango. Don't judge a book by its cover. That that beater takes me up and down the highway when I need to go for pennies on the dollar. And the great Warren Buffett said one time, a car is to do two things, get you to, from point A to point B, and it's to get you there safely and reliably. Outside of that, it's up to you if you want to waste money. But that's all it's supposed to do. If that's an area of your life where you want to waste a bunch of money, like I don't need that stupid ass Durango because I'll tell you what, the Corolla does a better job. The Durango is more comfortable and it's clean, but it costs double to drive. I mean, if that's your deal and there's some days I'm like, fuck it. I'd rather just drive the Durango. 
Yeah. But, you know, it, it's, you know, don't judge someone by it because you know what? You could be stacking scratch. I mean, think about if you don't have a $700 a month payment. What's that times 12? Yeah. Believe me, dog. I fuck. Yeah. That's 9,000 a year, bro. Over, over 10 years, that's 90 G's. If you put that towards your mortgage, you're 90 up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I look at that. It, yeah, man. It, I, because a car, a car's always, unless you're getting into classics, and obviously there's some exceptions to the rule, at the end of the day, it's a depreciating asset at all costs. Uh -huh. Every car depreciates. They don't gain value. They lose value. And the more you spend on a vehicle, the more your dumbass is going to lose. So if it's worth it for you to lose 20 or 30 grand every five years to drive a Mercedes, hey, that's a life decision that you made. Yeah, I'm not there no more. And I've had, I had shit. I'm not there no more. I am delivered. Bro, I bought the 2004 Tahoe with the 22s and the billet grill and the Flowmaster off the showroom floor. I'm just not that cat no more. I think I think it is an extension of who you are, like they said on the show. Your vehicle is, and it also shows how hard you're trying. Like all those dudes with them four-wheel drive trucks. Let's go back to your numbers game. If one out of four people's gay, I'm going to say two out of four of them got little weenies, and they're compensating for that big-ass truck. Yeah. Um. Hold on. I'm still recording, so you either need to be quiet or go to your room. All right. Um, damn, yeah. Uh, damn it, I was going to say something. I keep losing my train of thought. But um, Rich Davis. Oh, now car. you're losing your train of thought. All right, cool. Now we're even. Yeah, yeah. I, I Yeah. Um, car, you know, oh, yeah. So he was bagging on Jimmy. But, you know, Doug, that's what I think of, like, how much, like you said, how much of money is Jimmy saving with his little beater? It gets him to point A to point B, right? Like uh, Safely and reliably. My car, it's a 2014 uh, Malibu. That shit, dog, we've had it since it had 20-something thousand miles. That shit right. has, it's it's been such a great car to us. Why, why would I want to get rid of that bitch and then... Um, you know, get into another payment or something. We were and just get into more and get into more debt. We were talking about payments and shit a little while ago. Like, why would I want to add when that's a perfectly because, you know, I'm like, I don't know. Real estate goes up. Rich has made some money on his on his Texas house. He, you know, he, he documented that. He shared that with all of us. He definitely uh, made some money. With that being said, Besides Cavino making a few grand on his Civic, I mean, the, the money even Cavino made on his Civic, which only happens because of COVID, and he got it before the car prices shot up. That's why he made money. But how much did Rich, uh, Rich make on his house? It wasn't seven Gs. He made like 70 Gs. Yeah. You know what I mean? And except for those unique, because I made a good money on a couple of cars too during this COVID thing. But that's that's a rarity, man. You lose money. So the more you spend, the more you lose. Yeah. 100%. Um, you know, they they were t one other thing that made me laugh was when Covino was talking about going to um, it's already 910. So we could wrap it up soon. Um, but Covino was talking about going to visit his uncles in jail or prison or whatever. And Rick, right. Rich thought that was the craziest shit ever. Wait, you've actually I gone to know. visit people in jail. You're like, Doug, I remember, I, I never forget, when I was a kid, there was, um, I'll say, a relative that was locked up, and we would go visit them. Um, they were locked up probably, I think, at, in, at Lewis. I think Lewis is in Buckeye, or I'm not sure, but I think they were locked up at Lewis. But anyway, so 
we would go visit them um and they're the younger you know grandkids or whatever they we would tell them like my sister my little cousin like um that this person was away at college so if we were gonna go visit them in you know jail or prison or whatever it was like oh yeah we're gonna go visit so and so at college and so right. uh, so <laughs> You know, when they got older, we let them know, yeah, they weren't really, I mean, by then they kind of figured it out. But it's funny because as a kid, I'm like, I just felt like that was kind of common. I the mean, norm. you know, but I guess, again, it goes back to tell that where Rich doesn't connect with a lot of people because Mm-mm. he's never like visited anybody in jail. Like <laughs> he's fa- he's fairy tale boy. He's lived in this sheltered world outside of like reality that, you know, his ups and downs weren't really the real ups and downs that normal kids struggled with. I don't think. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Cause like besides maybe his parents breaking up, you know what I mean? He don't seem like he was too shattered by that to begin with. Well, he even, he even mentions, he's like, Oh, I was like 13 or 14 or however old he was. I was already doing my own thing. I was already, you know, chasing girls and it really affected me. And I'm like, is, those fucking goggles, those Chris Sabo goggles, he could see them all the way to Mars. You know what, though? He was chasing alien women with those goggles because he could spot them 100 light years before they even showed up. I think this fool really, uh, now full, right? I think this fool really does, you know, um, push a lot of things away and ignores. He's in denial about a lot of things that happened to him because he talks about, well, I don't want to say he talks about, but he acts like he's the only one on the show that doesn't really have issues from his growing up. And like he, he's even said, oh, my, my childhood didn't affect me. I feel like his childhood affected him more than the other two. You know, the other two obviously were affected and they talk about it. But for Bro, for him, he doesn't have a great relationship with his brother or his mom. I know. Or his sister. So, I mean, I, I just that alone what, what, tells you there's some I, something going on, right? I'm tapping out after that comment. Yeah, no, I'm serious. That, that tells you. And 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 you and, you, and, and oh yeah, Greg seen ping pong. Yeah, ping pong. Oh, Richie seems like a great fun guy. But you also made a comment earlier in the show that he wouldn't let Rich have a dog. Yeah. You know, maybe Greg was a little selfish, and Rich is a little more like Greg. You're right, huh? Because think about like all the lessons that are learned and shit when a kid has a pet or whatever. But he's like, no, nah, fuck that. I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> you know, like. Well, cause that, that's where, you know, he, he, and, and that's his pops, you know, you look up to your pops. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that at all, but um, maybe that's why some of the stuff doesn't connect. Cause those people think like that, you know what I mean? And, and a lot of people have more emotion. They just, they show more emotion. Yeah, no, I a hundred percent agree. And I don't know. I think that that's all I had about that. Um, that's all you had about that. Oh, one thing that made me laugh was, they had a fly in the studio this week and Rich was swinging at it and Spot was like, he's like, you're just going to move the fly. Dog, you know how many flies I've killed by swinging at them and hitting them midair? It's how many? Oh, fuck it. I can't count. It's been more than 300. If there, Really? I swear to God, if there's a fly, dog, there's nothing like giving it a good like tennis swing. What? And then just and you just knock it out the air, and it just boom, it just fall on the floor. You've never done that. You ever caught it with chopsticks? Oh yeah. No, you know what I have done a lot, and I got this from my dad. My dad used to do this all the time, and as a kid, I thought it was cool. So it is kind of like kick it the Miyagi training, clapping them. Have you ever clapped a fly? Daniel, you did the Daniel fly butterfly, the fucking the stork. You never, you never clapped a fly. Clap it. Yeah. No, I'll smack it. No, I've clapped flies. Boom, 
So what do you smash the guts all over your hand? How does that work? Yeah, and then you just, and then wash them. Oh, I thought you then you dug into some Doritos. No, I I uh. bury the flies in my backyard. Oh, you dig up the hole for the flies? <laughs> yeah. You don't know that it's 2023 and you don't have to do that anymore? Yeah, I'm not going to just throw the flies in the trash. What am I, a fucking caveman? So, um, yeah. yeah, but clapping flies, dog, is my favorite shit in the world. And I remember as a kid when I see my dad do it, I thought this motherfucker was like fucking the coolest shit ever. You know, I was like, he could clap flies, you know? So as I got an older dog, and it's taken years of practice, right? Now I just see a fly, I'm like, you know okay you just brought up a memory we used to do this all the time and i remember mito was the first one to get us one of these back when we were young and we would get all chiefed and he had the fucking electric tennis racket oh it felt like you were in the fucking star wars and shit and you're fucking zapping shit you're hitting mosquitoes dog i've had one of those and i don't know if the one i had was just shitty but i felt like that didn't ever work yeah, I, no, we had a good one. I, th- I think there were some cheapies out there too, though. Yeah, because this shit, I feel like it never worked. What I ended up doing was just swinging at it and hitting it normal. And I'm like, what the fuck? No, I just or hey, or ass. go get all drunk next to the bug, bug zapper outside. <laughs> I've never had a bug zapper, but um, I'm sure it would be fun. It sounds like fun. Big ass light. Really? Yeah. Uh, no, I think. Our, never lived in the country? Nah, I think our bug zapper was when you were changing the fucking light bulb and you had to take that little shit off of it first and then you take it and it had dead fucking bugs in there oh yeah. oh, the little glass cage or whatever it was <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. that was our bug zapper you know that fucker was nasty always uh, filled up with nasty ass moths and dead everything huh yeah um yeah that shit was gross um let me see yes. digging a yes, hole oh Doug, i remember i don't know what they were talking about but i don't know if they were talking about what you do for a living um or how, what they were doing, um, what they were talking about. But it, it sparked this memory that I had. Doug, I remember I was buying something from somebody on Craigslist. And they were Not like... Angie's? And they were like, no. And they were like, oh, like, so what do you do? You know, just making conversation. And I was like, oh, I work for the college. And they were like, oh, like in like like a custodian? And I was like, sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, I'm going to sit there and fucking... Uh, well, actually, you know, uh, it, like, and I re- remember, Doug, because I was like, it made me laugh because I was like, people just like assume shit, you know? Right. And so I'm like, oh, this dude thinks I'm a fucking um, a custodian. I was Janitor like, boy. I was like, oh, that's cool. I was like, I was when I was like 16. It was like one of my, I know, I think it was my first job. Maybe I was like 15. I don't remember. But um, actually, I was working as a janitor when I met Luis. So. Yeah. You know, I'm not opposed to it. I was like 15 when I when I started working um, at this rehab center, and I was a janitor. I had hair down on my shoulders, dog. I was cool as fuck. And um, but it's funny because this dude's like, "Oh, like custodian?" I was like, "Yeah." So fucking, how much did you say you wanted? You know, like, cause well, no, hey, but you know what though? That's that's the mentality of it because. If you're sitting there buying something from him that he has posted on Craigslist, you want him to think you're as poor as possible and you make the least amount of money possible. You don't want him to think that you, you're you a, a supervisor or, no, motherfucker, yeah, I scrub toilets and they don't pay me shit to do it. <laughs> so can I get a deal? <laughs> See, yeah. And you wanted 60, I got 40. Yeah, it actually, um, yeah, it made me laugh though because you were thinking completely different. I'm thinking like, 
oh, this fool's assuming this shit, you know, and whatever. Well, you know, people are going to assume. And you're ever heard you're thinking like, fuck, yeah, you know. How can I make that work in my benefit? Yeah. Okay, you want to be, be an asshole? Well, that's going to cost you an extra 20. Yeah, that's so funny. Uh, Fucking judgmental. Hey, bro, I didn't know you were I didn't know it was Mathis or Wapner or Judy selling today on Craigslist. <laughs> Why are you so judgy? Yeah, it's that's funny as hell, though. But I remember that that was like and it wasn't too long ago, dog. It was like, if you don't mind, if I ask, what were you buying? It was this, um, it was like a, not like a China cabinet, but something similar. And they, okay. they wanted like basically nothing for it. And I was like, fuck yeah, I could redo this shit and fix it up nice or whatever. Um, cause I got really into like wood. Did you do it? I got fixed it up nice. <laughs> no, nah, I ended up throwing it away, but it, I got really into like woodwork. <laughs> that's why I asked woodworking and shit for a while. And, um, fuck, I started loving. Oh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh yeah, it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be a project, dog. I ended up fucking being like, uh, I ain't got time for this shit. Yeah, fuck this, dog. <laughs> what was I thinking? Why? I, I, you know what? I got this. Ah, uh, nah. I got this fucking exercise gym a long time ago, a while back when I first moved to Lompoc. I'm like, yeah, you know what? Instead of going to the gym and having to fight over the machines, I'll just do it at home. And there it sat. <laughs> I'm gonna call Goodwill and shit and see if they'll come pick that shit up. Oh, dog. I think. Um... Mondays are always hard for me because I have to edit, you know, like this shit on Sunday nights. But either Monday or Tuesday, I'm going to get my ass back in the gym because I completely fell off. And um, I was telling you, I'll go like once a week, once every two weeks. I'm glad you brought that up. And I was like, fuck, dog. I completely like as soon as I and I wasn't burning crazy like calories before working shit, but I was doing it like almost every day. And um and when you I weren't gaining weight in that time, were you? No, no, I was actually losing weight and I was maybe burning 500 calories a workout um, in the morning or whatever before work. And I stopped that shit and immediately dug my fucking face started puffing up like my belly started puffing up. I was like, fuck, I always felt bloated just by that little workout, literally like a 45 minute workout before work. Right. No, you know what? And and I'm going to tie this back into what we you know, we talked about them and weighing your food. I'm going to make a public service announcement right now. If you're weighing your food and you're trying to diet that way by using scales and whatnot, and you're not exercising, you're trying to cheat. <laughs> you're trying to cheat, and that shit ain't going to work for you. Because I'll promise you one thing. If you do two hours of cardio and you don't change your diet whatsoever, you're going to lose weight. Doug, do that every day. Do that every day. Two hours of cardio, give yourself a day off, six days a week. You're doing 12 hours of cardio. I don't care if you're walking up at 15 incline at two speed on the treadmill or if you're riding the bike, you're on the Stairmaster or you walk eight miles a day, two hours of cardio a day. Don't change your diet. Matter of fact, eat a little extra if you want to and get back with me in six months and I guarantee you'll lose weight. But if you only try to diet and you think that from going from regular Coke to diet Coke and, and weighing your chicken and weighing this and you're not incorporating that with a mean ass exercise routine like at least bare minimum if you're going to weigh your food and you want to see some serious results do p90x with it takes about 45 minutes a day like i don't know why you're weighing your food if you're not going to put in the work work no i feel you and um i was laughing though because i just seen chapel behind you doug that fucker, hey, he's getting anxious, bro. He wants to go. He wants to go outside and fight the neighborhood dogs it, it or was, chase him. It or was funny though. In the you're talking, and then he's just mobbing behind you. Uh, Fuck it, I'm gonna let that little fucker say hi while we're at it. Then. All right. Come here, Chapo. Fuck you, monkey, cause he Chapo. 
Hey, look. Let's have a look. He, oh, yeah, he just wants to hang out with his pops. Yeah, he does. There you go. He's a good dog. But, anyways. <laughs> um. But what's I gonna tell you? Uh, I don't even remember what we were talking about. Oh, running and shit. Um, yeah, no, Doug. And it's funny because it, it it's actually dope. The bigger you are, the more calories you burn per minute, right? So because yeah, you're carrying around more. So weight. I can do a forty-five minute workout in the morning before work and burn four or five hundred calories. Like it's fucking dope. And, and so like when I do that, and so now what? How many? Calories are in a pound, like 5,000 or some shit. So say something like that. Or am I thinking fucking steps, 5,000 steps of the mile or whatever the fuck it is. But but what you just said is true. If you do what you just said at least five days a week, hopefully six. 2,500 calories. 2,500 calories a week, right? If I'm doing five days a week and I'm burning 500, okay. 500 calories a, a fucking workout. But that's bo- but that's bonus calories because you still got to <laughs> live your life. That's just stuff you're doing now extra. Yeah. Um. The oh P90X P90X is a good one because you don't even have to really crazily change your diet and you can just do that P90X and if you follow it to a T with the resistance bands and you do the yoga and you do everything like they say and you do a 90 day challenge you're gonna get cut or what's the other one remember it was Tybo back in the day and then it was uh what's the one after P90X there's another one right now insanity insanity. Do any of those programs and follow them to a T. Don't cheat yourself. Treat yourself. Do the shit the right way. Do it through the full program, and I guarantee you're going to lose weight. And you ain't got to have a little food scale and prep your food like that to do it. It'll help. I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that. If you combo those two, oh, you're going to lose a hell of a lot of weight. Yeah. But it's I think to me, in my own opinion, from someone, again, I've, I've talked about, I've lost over 30, 40 pounds multiple times in my life. And I've never did it with diet alone. It was always incorporated in 30, 45 minutes of cardio every single day. How many people, you know, one out of five, all that kind of shit. How many people, how many people it out of three people have done P90X or insanity? At least tried Probably. it. I did P90X for like two months and I think I lost 20 pounds and I already felt cut. And I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I was, oh, yeah, I'm the show man. I'm not, I wasn't doing that. Yeah. But uh, I felt good because, and, and I lost weight. I think it's three out of three, Doug. I think everybody that exists right now that's over the age of like 25 20, has 25. tried P90X or Insanity at least once, at least one workout on that because. Dog, that shit was so big back in the day. And look, I've done it. Funky Monkey just says that insanity was her fucking jam, right? You've yeah. done it. And and it, those things were, were fucking. But it takes commitment. That shit's not easy. I only lasted 60 days on P90X. I'll be the first one. I'm over here talking shit and saying your fat asses out there need to quit weighing your food and get some cardio burn. And I'm the first one to say that because when I'm a fat ass, that's what I need to do, right? I'm just a chubby ass now. But the thing is, is you need if you but I quit at day 60. How long did you do it? Just fucking less than 60, probably 30 days. Ask Funky Monkey. How long she last? Um, she said she loved insanity. I don't know. Um, we'll see. But it's it's hard. It's it's it takes commitment because those work out again. Do you want it? Do you want it? And how bad? Because even me, I, I 60 days and that's it. That's all I couldn't finish the 90. I wonder if it was insanity that Luis started doing. But when we were like 
right out of high school, maybe 07, 08. Um, I remember him saying that the yoga day, because there was different days, right? There's a yoga day. He was like, he said that was like the one that killed him the most. So, Doug, that's even four out of four now that I'm even thinking of, right? Have at least tried it. Like, it, it's crazy. It, it works. And I think even, I don't think I have them anymore, but I even did the before and the afters. Like, you know, and it was like three or four days after because I just kept flaking and I, tomorrow and then tomorrow and then it just never happened again. But uh, so I think I might have gained some weight because I, you know, after it was like, so day 65, I just realized I wasn't doing it no more. But uh, I had to, before I started and while I was doing it, like the lead up and you could just see the results. And I don't think I changed my diet. You know, Funky Monkey um, just mentioned that she actually um, did the whole program. So is that 90 days, 180 days? Something, How long something is it? like that. At least 90, right? Well, what she's was better than me? Wasn't that the whole P90X? Wasn't that the 90? P90X was 90 days. Yeah. Yeah. It, I didn't make and I didn't make it. So she did better than I did. Yeah. I think yeah, I maybe did a month, but not. Um, And I don't remember which one. I think it was P90X, but could have been insanity. Because you I, know what? I know what my downfall was, too, huh? is, is me and my ex went to uh, we went to uh, New Orleans for a week. And we were doing it leading up, and we even did it the night before we took off on the flight. But when we got back, I never did it again. Oh, really? I went and got I went and got drunk and ate all that food for a week, and came back like fifteen pounds heavier. And I was like, "No, nah, I'm done. <laughs> uh, I'm too fat. I can't even move right now, let alone do P90X." Oh, Doug, here is a what? I just I'm glad I because I, I've had this note that I've been staring at. I don't know what a no. I don't know what the hell it means, right? So I've been looking what? at it like, what the hell does this mean? What does it mean? Again? Rich and fuck. I'm sorry. This is like a, a rich, heavy episode. But again, he brings up Layla. I know. When he doesn't have to. I had that written down too. Did you hear about when they were um at dinner? And they were Yes, they were, I did with Mark Zito. Yeah. That's I had that written down. I just deleted it, but I had it. So I'm glad you brought it up. And Rich literally said, Oh What about him moving the table? Well, yeah, that's another um thing that I had, but Rich was like, well, you're used to you and your ex being like, no. And then he did Layla's accent. Nobody look at us. And I'm like, that was why? Why? I got I to th- tell you why. Why? Because he's, he's pulling the white boy and he's trying to show off in front of the other two friends that are present. He's trying to exert his dominance and just say something. Because think about it. Like you used to, that was like six, seven years ago. At least, Doug. If I remember correctly. Why are we bringing up old shit? Like, do you think I ever tell Tip Dog, hey, remember when fucking you used to do this for Sharice? He, I don't even talk about the lady he left three years ago. Like, we don't talk about her. They, If you remember correctly, they said the last gathering they had as everybody when Cove was still with her was his 40th birthday, right? Okay. The dude's about to be 47. So, and Rich is still if not every show maybe that might be being a bit dramatic but at least like once a week if it's not on patreon it's on fox sports oh because you know uh Covino, like he just I, let it go it's a bad look it's bad taste it's bad everything i feel like it's uh it's kind of like he's trying to have one up i don't know i don't know i just i, I think it's unnecessary i think you unnecessary I think you do it it's uncalled for yeah definitely Definitely. I'm like, I don't know, man. I just think it's, I can't imagine like Doug, but he does that to spot too, though. Like he, remember when he used to always tell spot, like spot needed them. Yeah. It's just, that's him. That's, that's his personality. He likes to try to assert dominance and corny white guy ways. You know, um, 
somebody, a friend of mine had, they were like, oh, I haven't done this since I was with whoever, one of their exes or whatever. Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember. You guys used to do that shit. That's one thing. But for me to be like, hey, remember you and your ex used to always look at this remote? Like, let, me, let, me, let me put it in clear terms and why it bothers me. That is obviously like I've, I've went through a divorce, so I won't speak. This isn't on Covino, so I won't speak for Covino. I'm speaking for myself. But for myself and in my life, I felt like I had failed at something, okay? And if you go through a good divorce, a bad divorce, a kind of bad divorce, like, you know, especially with his financial situation because of the divorce, that's well chronicled on the show. It put him in a bad situation right that he recovered from and he did but for a while there you know it was it was a burden and it was something that caused a cause for concern for him and to keep referencing and bringing up a time in his life where maybe he didn't feel like he was at his best it's just it's it's unnecessary yeah like you said um you feel like you failed at something you feel like like he um he Covino brought up um something because rich had like a video or something of like him and his wife and the kids, you know, in bed or whatever, like on Easter morning or some shit. And Covino was like, that's one thing that sucks about um, having like a blended family is you don't ever get those moments again, you know? And you, are, you, you can. And because uh, well, my that, that chick I talked, I told you about that. I, that I married, she stepped in and she, she was as good a mom as my kid's real mom. So it depends if you find, you know, it, it depends on the partner. Yeah, I get. Uh, yeah, it does. Um, but just saying that you're not gonna have um, you and the kids' mom. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's he's never gonna have that. But it's something that he's bringing up, not just randomly. Uh, he's choosing to share. Yeah, exactly. But I think I think we're gonna have to wrap it up, Doug. Are you gonna play that Trojan commercial? <laughs> no. Um, but yeah. But do you have anything before we bounce or no? No, I, no, I don't. All right. Well, episode number 177, your boys, D and Elka Kui. Find us on all social media at AfterShowBL9282355285 if you want to leave us a little I do. voice message or you want to text us. Yeah, I know you do, fool. Uh, I got a PS. Tank Davis fight. We can't go without talking about Brian Garcia getting picked on. Yeah, I didn't get to really see it a whole lot because my sister's wedding, so... All the people, and, and I didn't say anything publicly because I thought it could go either way. Uh, Garcia talked a good one. He really did. But you know what? He was hollering wolf tickets. He was woofing because uh, he wasn't cashing them tickets. And Tank, you could just tell. Garcia, after that first knockdown, he was rattled. And Tank was smiling, and he's doing twirly twirls in the ring. And, like, he's just looking at him like, I'm going to hurt you. I don't... He just and, – and he was with precision. And Tank was just – he was in complete control of that fight. To me, if you know boxing and you saw the eye contact and like the mentality of both of them, Garcia looked scared, man. He looked after that first knockdown because he was aggressive and he kind of put it on Tank. And I think he actually won the first round, but he got caught slipping and Tank laid his ass out. And I think right then and there, he knew that at any moment Tank could end his fight. Yeah, no, I only got to see a couple of rounds here and there, like a little piece, bits and pieces. And I, yeah, I just can't believe that fool got... Freaky. It was a body shot that finished him, right? It was, but Tank is a killer. Like, because even the knockdown well, you, you got could, in the second round, Doug, you can get straight up knocked out from a body shot. So I'm not surprised. From a liver shot. It was a liver. It was a liver shot. Doug, you see that every day in the UFC. Not every day, but I seen that one where she was on the ground and she kicked. Yeah, up. remember that one? That recently? was bad. And and I've seen it was. that just like 
calf kicks have been Jackson bad calf kicks in the um UFC have become a thing lately in the last like you know few years L- those liver shots too the kicks like that even the punches or whatever they people have been realizing that that's a finisher so that dog that was I, I lost my money because I had money on Ryan Garcia but so what made so so that brings me because I saw I heard a lot of Ryan Garcia hype I'm hearing a lot of that hypes because he's on social media and he's good at social media like are we only watching highlights to bet on Ryan Garcia? No. Or have you actually watched a lot of his fights from start to finish? No. I could tell you two things. He's undefeated and he was um the under No, have you watched but have you watched a lot of his fights start to finish? No, I'm I'm explaining why I, I bet on him. No, I don't I didn't watch a lot of his fights, right? Um two, he's undefeated and um he was the underdog at plus like one eighty. So I was like, fuck it. I know Tank Davis has the punching power, right? But I'm thinking, I mean, Ryan, Ryan Garcia is undefeated as well. And he's plus 180, which, yeah, Tank's the heavy favorite. But there's a chance, I mean, for fucking, for plus 180, I'll throw some money at it, you know? So that was my shit. When you, when you make those decisions, though, do you ever, like, psycho- psychologically think and watch him and his actions leading up to the fight? Like, all that sounds cute. But did you watch all of his press conferences and the way like he tried to overcompensate and talk shit and run his mouth? Like it was almost like he was trying to talk Tank in the Tank was going to lose. But when it came time to fight, he couldn't deliver. I feel like I, I don't feel like he was trying to talk him like I everything I heard. I feel like he was winning all of the little back and forth, the conversations and shit. I feel like I agree. So I don't think it was. I thought I mean, he's trying too hard because guess where he can't win is in the ring. Yeah, he won all the back and forth, but that ain't the reason why you lost your bet. You lost the bet because he talked everyone into thinking that he was going to do what he was saying, and then it was showtime. It was a completely different story. I don't think so, because if he would have talked everyone into what he was saying, he would have been the favorite. He was the underdog, plus 180. So if he really is talking everybody into being, um, I'm going to do this shit, I'm going to do this shit, and people are betting on him, people start betting on him, he starts becoming the favorite. That's how the odds will shift. No, no, I understand that. But what I'm asking you is, is do you don't think that there's a message he's sending when he's complaining about the weight clause the whole time leading up to the fight? Like that was a topic of conversation, questions that got asked over and over and over. But then when he got his ass whooped, he's like, I don't make no excuses. Yeah. Like those are completely two different stances. So leading up to the fight, it's almost like he's trying to set you up that he could lose because Tank made him do this and I'm desperate and I just want the fight and whatever I got to do, like psychologically he was telling me he shouldn't have been there to begin with yeah yeah I, and i know tank was a smarter um bet but it wasn't even smarter it was just like it was it was what's his name's behavior like okay you know when you're in the neighborhood and someone's trying super super hard to fit in and saying this and like they keep pushing the envelope and pushing the envelope until someone whoops their ass yeah that's what he reminded me of during this press tour. Like he was talking shit and talking shit and talking shit and none of it even phased Tank. And it's almost like he kept ramping it up more and more and more to try to get in Tank's head. And Tank's just like, all that fucking chatter you're doing right now, as soon as fucking ding ding starts, none of that shit matters. So run your mouth right now, motherfucker. But guess what? You're going to still have to face me April 22nd and we're going to see who's running their mouth in the ring. And that's why Tank was talking shit to him. Like during the fight, he was taunting that fucking punk. I had no volume. <laughs> I, huh. I literally had to watch it on mute. So I couldn't even hear the commentators. But you yeah. didn't see the money and where Tank was like spinning them around and. 
No, I'm. I don't know. Yeah, I only caught bits and pieces, so I didn't get to see. It, but I'm like, fuck. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to because there's because there's two things. So like me, me, me and Bo were talking about this, right? Everyone thinks they're fast, right? You run a four four, you could probably talk shit and say you can beat uh, the cheetah, right? Over there on Miami Dolphins, Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Guess what? He runs a four two, and when you run a four four and you're racing someone that runs a four two. It doesn't look good because the four two is going to smoke you, right? And so, it's different. All that jab and Ryan Garcia got power and Ryan Garcia got length and Ryan Garcia got height. All that shit was used against him. Yeah. Every every advantage that all these so called boxing know it alls talked about was used against him. Yeah, he had height, and guess what? He kept messing his hook, and Tank was countering and fucking cracking him in the face. Like all that shit that they said he had, it, it didn't even help him. Yeah, he he won one round. He did win the first round, and when he was aggressive, I was like, "Oh shit! If Tank don't do something, this is gonna get ugly." But once Tank knocked him down with that second round, it was over. He he got inside that little boy's head. What round did it, it was, actually finish in? It finished in the seventh, but Tank had complete control after the second after he knocked him down in the second round. It wasn't even close. Yeah, you could tell by the way he was just he was just waiting. He was when I was growing up, they called it pick and pop. I'm not gonna throw the most punches. But the ones I'm gonna hit you with, they're gonna put you out. Yeah. Sooner or later, I'm gonna catch you. And then Tank was just waiting. Mm -hmm. And Garcia kept throwing that hook, and he's overextending, he's overshooting the hook, and Tank would come back, bam. And it just it looked like a mismatch. So, so, so Haney and Shakur fight next, right? Yeah. It doesn't the winner of that fight fight Tank? I don't know. Is it? That's that's what's supposed to happen, I think. So Shakur and Haney fight next. And the winner of that fight fights Tank, and the loser of that fight fights Ryan Garcia. I'm going to call it right now on record. I don't think what Ryan Garcia wins that fight. I don't care if he's fighting Shakur or Haney. Oh, really? I don't think Ryan Gar he's not winning. No way. You think so? You really? You re what are Because now we all know he ain't shit. And what, and I take that back. He's still a great fighter. But look at Mike Tyson. Look at Mike Tyson's run until someone showed him that motherfucker, that shit don't work every time. And then it's like, a, it's like, look at these pitchers, right? Like, and they've been homered on and like, they lose their psych. I think a little piece of him died that night. And I don't think he, I think he's going to like De La Hoya was good too. But after his first loss, what he end up with six, seven losses. Yeah. Still the greatest of all time. But like, once they get Wearing that high hills ding, and tights and cocaine, it, it just went see? downhill. I, that's, and that's what happens. I wouldn't be surprised if Garcia does that shit next. Yeah. Coming, coming soon to a theater near you. Uh, you're right but i'm glad we actually touched on it because dog it was it was such a a big night there was a ufc fight i'm like there was um a fight night the lakers were playing the grizzlies and there was this fight this um so i was like i'm like couldn't my sister have been a little more considerate to get married on a day that we didn't have all this sports shit going on you know okay okay well i gotta i gotta go lakers so what do you think about uh what's his name fucking hitting lebron in the nuts should he be suspended for another game like Draymond? No. And what do you think about Joel Embiid? What do you think about these NBA suspensions and Jalen Rose and everyone else saying that you're walking a dirty line, Doc Rivers? You know, you're walking a dirty line when you throw people out for retaliating. I mean, for uh, for standing up to someone that hit them first. Yeah, I don't think, Doc, I think these suspensions are weak, but I mean, maybe fine them, you know, just fine them yeah. and, and say, okay, they get a $100,000 fine and they're suspended for two games or one game or whatever. Well, then instead of that, find them $300,000, but still let them play, you know? I know this. I know this. I just saw a highlight of hockey where the dude got checked 
went over the hockey board, punched a whole different guy on the other team who was just standing there, popped <laughs> back on the ice, and fucking went about his business, and nothing happened. So we have to find a healthy balance here, NBA. Like, if this cat can punch someone, get checked, flip over the thing, punch someone who's not even on the ice at the time, get back on the, the ice and continue to play, and they don't even blow the whistle, you can't get mad at Draymond for, for uh, stepping on this dude when he grabs his leg. You can't get mad at Joel Embiid, and, and, and you can't get mad at all this other reaction, right? If you punch me in the face, given my mood, the day, what's happened in my life recently, you might get a whole different one reaction versus another. You can't, you can't do something that solicits a reaction and then get mad at the reaction. You know what? I want to, I think I'm going to change my algorithm on one of my TikTok accounts. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Um, it's because yeah. we're talking, well, it's because we're talking all this, ba this basketball shit. And I'm like, fuck, man, with the baseball season and shit, I'm like, I think I, I want to be a little more in the loop and shit. So maybe I could change my algorithm to hit some more uh, baseball. In baseball? Um, just, yeah, I, I mean, just... Kind, just go buy some Cracker Jacks. You'll be in the loop. Read the, read the little comic <laughs> and the toy they give you, and you'll be all right. Uh, but anyway, Doug, I think we got to wrap this shit up. I, I'm glad we did wrap hit, it up. hit on the fight and, uh, you know, all that shit. Congratulations again to my sister. She got married, so fucking that's crazy as shit. Dig that hole, dig that hole. Oh, you know what, dog? I'll, I'll, I'll tell a quick story about a relative, right? Um. <laughs> hey, Kyle, come on, Captain, wrap it up, and you got a quick story. Fuck. Okay, my bad, but this one was like, I was like, you know, we we the ceremony, cer actual ceremony finished, or whatever. Sarah was there. And, you invited her, or what? And I was like, I so I go to talk to this relative. Did Rich go too? So I, hold on, I go to talk to this relative, and I'm like, yeah. I was like, I'm surprised you held it together, right? Like just joking, and they're like, yeah, right. <laughs> they go, I can't believe Julie's married, right? And sorry, and I was like, oh fuck, I was like, she just got awkward. Though. I was like. Did you think that was a possibility? No, or were you just trying to joke not, around? Not at all. Or else I wouldn't. So have... you basically gave them the green light and psychologically told them now you should start crying. <laughs> yeah. Good job, guy. <laughs> Way to go. Because I know they won't listen. They weren't even gonna do that shit until you brought it but, up, and then you planted a seed. And yeah, I'm like, I, yeah, I'm like, yeah, can't believe you held it together, like kind of joking, you know, like. Did you cry too? No, I didn't. And offer a tissue. I didn't have a tissue with me. But Scumbag. but it was just funny though because um one of my my best friends uh well you know my buddy Johnny his sister was there and um okay. so she she was she was you know wiping her tears the whole the whole time you know just you know because I mean she's probably known my sister since she was like born you know and um okay. but but it was funny when that, that relative I was like oh fuck my bad you know so anyway after she well you made her cry or whoever was cry yeah you're bad it wasn't her. Oh. <laughs> okay. Oh, so let's go. After show, but later, episode number 177. We'll see you guys in episode number 178. Alcoquid, you want to take us out? Take us out. Let's roll. <laughs> After show, but later, this is El Kakui with your boy D, and we out. Peace. See you next episode. Uh. uh.